Welcome to Nirvana Lifestyle Network under the series of Living by Design. This is another segment of the Nirvana brand where thought-provoking and introspective conversations are designed to help each of us learn how to develop spiritual insight, improve our overall well-being as we create the life that we truly, truly want. Today's topic is the science of our environmental well-being. The environment. That which we fell into birthed from an atmosphere that we develop, grow, and shape into creating the life that we want to experience. So let's get started with today's topic because, you know, I'm so excited about talking about anything about health, although I love discussing introspective, deep-thinking, thought-provoking, spiritual conversations. I really love talking about our well-being, our health, our wellness. So I'm going to get started in talking about that environment that we stepped into and the various environments we chose to live within, we create, we enjoy, we sometimes must separate from. So, to have a joyful life of good health, wellness, and well-being, we must step back and take a deeper and longer look at what we have been doing with our lives. What directions have we been going and growing in? What changes have we made for the betterment of self? What willingness and trust are we following towards uncertainty? These are generally clarion calls for change, for doing something in our lives different that solves the problems of who we are and the rest, and to find the rest of ourself. This is called our transformation. We are positioning, we are setting, we are resetting. We are preparing to move through and do and be something else. It is our time for self-revelation, for self-knowledge as well as our identity. Becoming clear of who we say we think we are. All these mysteries are found within our environment. 
whether it be internal or external, the environment in which you operate or function within or from will reveal to you and give knowledge to you about your well-being. Your environment is the outpicturing of what you see and how you see yourself. A lifestyle transformation is more than a spiritual or mental activity or process. Our transformation sometimes includes the human body's organisms of life. Our bodies are the cavity in which our spirit and organisms live. Our body holds within it a spine, which is the axis center of our life center and universe, as well as our internal tree of life. The spine supports and holds together our central nervous system, our energetic and vibratory system, our frequencies, the movement of how energy move in and out inside of us and around us. Our body's bone structure as well as our energy centers or meridians within the framework of this embodiment. Our transformation is a part of our multi-dimensional self-design. To help us better understand our hidden knowledge that it can only be found from within. Your transformation is simply the process of coming into a transcendent state of being where you go beyond those limitations you have become familiar with. The hidden knowledge of Yahweh in his divine economy, he has waiting for you. But all of this work, all of this work, discovery and dispensation is revealed to us from within. Everything that we seek, whether it is people or tangible things, are all given to us through the environment in which we live. It is the outsourcing of our life. Each day of our life, we do not think about other existence living inside of us or their functionality or their cause. We simply enjoy all the fruits of life produced from our tree. We do not realize the damage 
We sometimes cause to our organs, bloodstream, mental or emotional state of being, or our physical structure. We just enjoy. We move through the environment, the atmosphere, just enjoy. And sometimes take a pause and observe. what we see. Let's take a look at our environmental well-being and what it really means to us. The environmental well-being, that external place where we invite, where we invite people conditions, events, and experiences within the four walls of our world. Our environment is one of the main influencers we listen to, to guide, coach, build, and expand our lives. Why? Hmm. Because our physical self lives within an external world. A place where societal standards have authority over our external existence. Where we become susceptible to emotional and social conditionings of worldly influences. We experiment long life patterns, habits, and other conditionings the external world has to offer and how they impact our lives. Our authentic self is weakened by these physical desires and expectations that we put upon ourselves. But as human beings, as human beings, we have control of three areas in our lives. They are our attitude, our emotions, and our energy. When we have control over our energy, we have control over our emotions and our attitude of the mind. We have control. How has the external world defined you outside of the definement of yourself? Your definition or the blueprint of how you operate and interact within the world reveals who you are. Your energy is your inner recycling plant that sends out to your environment signals, messages, images of reflections of you telling 
others who you are, who you truly are, who you become, who you might be. And oftentimes this definition of who you have become remains consistent and reliable towards what you see within yourself. We are first shaped by the earthly conditionings of our environment before we truly recognize our own authentic self. The world has snatched us, grabbed us, has downloaded in us its societal standards, its ways of living, its thoughts, its trends, its mantras of who we should be, who we should mirror, how we should live. And we think that this is the way only to lose the recognition of what we look like, our own authentic self. When are we taking, what are we taking in from the world? What are the cultural conditionings we have absorbed from the environment in which we live? What are we trying to transform or create or cultivate into our lives? Do you know? We are all on the same journey of discovering ourselves, but in different pathways and getting there. We are here on earth to study the knowingness of Yahweh, the knowingness of our Creator, the knowingness of the one who sent us here. As we learn to master, to become proficient in our own personal and private self. in our environment and to know the hidden knowledge within the universe that is available to us. That is our core foundation for life. Life. But the world has tilted us a little. If we do not learn how to master oneself and its environment within nature, we soon become a victim to it, causing us to lose those very values, worth, and spectrums of consciousness available to us as human beings. Where has your external experimentations and experiences led you along your journey? How 
have you mastered the intimacy of getting to know you, who you are? Almost every religious organization teaches us about lower worlds and higher worlds and all the worlds in between. The whole universe is folded within pure consciousness. Our infinite internal, our primal and causal thoughts, our undifferentiated as well as other dimensions are all a part of this pure universal consciousness that we hold. We hold within us as spirit that is vastly superior to man. And no one in the face of modest powers must be humble. Our environment has transdimensional qualities or speeds of light that is available to our higher awareness, our higher understanding within the universal mind of our future. In order to tap into it, we must quiet the mind to see into the distance of our future or into the divine dispense of Yahweh's economy. But so many of us struggle with becoming quiet, becoming still. We've turned becoming quiet and becoming still into five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute exercises. Nothing can be observed or resourceful in five, 10 or 15 minutes. We must spend time in quietness, in stillness, because it is that moment in time, in space-time, in which we tell Yahweh we have time to spend with Him and not do a rush or drive-by in our so-called calm or peacefulness. What is Yahweh's first thing we must seek? In order to know the economy He has for us, we must seek Him first and His, dis the, uh, and his dispensation. His arrangement or plan that he has for us, that he holds for us.
We must seek him first to know the economy he has for us and the dispensation, the arrangement, how he's going to divide it and share it and give it, the plan to you that he has for each one of us. However, whatever it is we seek to be gained from the universal divine dispense, is dependent upon the circumstances and the changes we are willing to make within our earthly environment or atmosphere to find him. In other words, if we are a sibling of four and a parent is about to make their transition and transcendence from this earth plane, Each one of us is seeking for that divine dispense to be left for us within this earthly environment for us to enjoy and use from the parent. This dispense of the economy they created for their life, the wealth, the riches, are the only things that we can materially take that is left behind unless we've connected in a way with that parent where we've developed other values and qualities that we inherited from them. But in order for us to receive this divine dispense, it is important that there has to be some changes made in order for you to receive this. I want child A to receive this and I want child B to receive this. But in order for them to receive this, this is what I want in return as I have departed. It's dependent upon the circumstances and the changes we are willing to make within our earthly environment to find that which we seek, to find He who sent us here. We must find Him. We must search. Because within Him is the pure, qualities of his infinite that new house we build results from the emotion we exhibit from the new energy we've received we are able to glean and extract coming from Yahweh's divine dispense we must learn how to work or do our work within the atmospheres of what is called space-time. Space-time is 
doing the work within the atmosphere of matter, energy, and material. You know, that matter of things that we want to put in our hands and shape and mold to help make a difference, that stuff that we need, those resources of material that we need, the substance that we need, and to have the energy, the power, the vitality, the strength, or the momentum to help us shape, mold it, create it, so that we can use it. We must learn how to tap into our universal self to reset and change our external environment so that it can become that which gives us balance, wholeness, purpose and meaning while we live, move and have our being within it. We must learn how to use it and move it and align our life with these energies of matter and material here on earth within the environment in which we live as well as within the environment in which we create for the circumference of our space in time. Eternal forces can only bring dissatisfaction of how your life can be because our desires generally tend to get out of control. We want a husband. Then we want a ring. Then we want a dress. Then we want a wedding. Then we want the cake. Then we want the people, then we want the baby, then we want the house, then we want the car, then we want the job, then we want... <sighs> Out of control. The out of control part becomes the problem. Our external environment is always craving for something more external to our authentic self. Money, power, status, whatever. In this state, we always find ourselves at the mercy of our cravings and cannot control them. We end up chasing what is external to us without feeling satisfaction or fulfillment. What do we want? What do we want? our external environment to look like. Our environment can look like hell 
hunger, anger, tranquility, rapture, animality, learning, or realization. Our external choices of the world are determined by when we stop using our inner authority, our knowledgeable power. We're not giving our knowledge and power away. We stop using it for our own purpose, reasoning, gain, usefulness within the external world of our being. We must know how to use Yahweh's divine economy to bring eternal purpose and meaning into his earthly environment that he created for us to use, to enjoy, to live with them, and to develop for him to continue to develop his creation the way he imagines it to be. But unfortunately, we partook in the tree of knowledge versus the tree of life. His plan got put on the back burner while our plan moved forward tree of knowledge, seeking and craving and wanting and desiring, needing more. We do not always want to extract and take and steal from or to be in the state of greed. We want to develop, give back, plant, grow and distribute within the divine economy so that it always has resources available for someone else to use. That was the plan. You must understand the science of your environment. Yahweh created all things for the purpose of dispensing himself into man. The heavens were created for the earth. The earth was created for man. And man was created for Yahweh's dispensing. Here is the development of our environment in which we live and receive the dispense of Yahweh's self, his spirit. To receive his wealth or richness, he has to be dispensed within you. In order to be rich to you and to enrich your environment. So our identity, our individualization, our capacity of knowledge, of wisdom, of understanding, and differentiation 
is dispensed into each one of us. It is our job to go into the environment of Yahweh to find what he has left for us to have and use and to learn the speech, the intellect, the comprehension and revelations of our environment through its revealing. In other words, what's in your wallet? <laughs> I've always loved that term. What's in your wallet? What's in your heart? What's in your intellect? What's in your being? How do you know? How do you know that it's there? Did you look inside to see what was dispensed for you today? What in pure consciousness has been dispensed to you today? Our environmental well-being consists of who and what has entered into the atmosphere of your life, world, and affairs. Who and where we extend invitations to. Those people, places, and things that we extend invitations to knowingly and subliminally to help shape our environment's well-being. What and who have you aligned your life with by way of those extended invitations? What and who are you mirroring the same rudiments of your life? Mirroring your identity, individualization, knowledge, and understanding. Who are you mirroring? Who's reflecting back to you what is in your heart, your mind, your soul, your environment, your relationships, your thinking, your attitude, your behavior? Does it bring satisfaction or dissatisfaction? to you. These cultural conditionings or sentiments has integrated into the influences of your environment, the fiber of your being. What levels of your intellect, communication styles, or comprehensions are you connecting to or rooted deep within the nature 
of this environment in which you created? What have you left behind or deposited into the emotional and intellectual state of your well-being? How has those cultural conditionings impacted your life? What did it deposit or left behind? Was it poor judgment? Perhaps resentment, spiritual separation, or feeling stuck? Is it hatred, anger, fearfulness, vengeance, distrust? Maybe there's an egotistical behavior that is appearing. It's a criticism. It's a depression. Is it a controlling personality or bitterness or helplessness or moodiness or betrayal or abandonment? What has been deposited into your emotional and intellectual state of well-being? What are we creating for ourselves within the space-time of our earthly environment? from living in peace to living in air. What and whom are you aligning your thoughts, emotions, feelings, and truth with? Your environment is the external world you created for yourself to live, move around in, and find fulfillment for your needs. Our basis, our basic needs, as we all know, are the essential things that we need to survive here on Earth, within our environment, such as our breath, food, water, and other resources that we extract through the ground and our tree of life. But what other needs are we inviting into the ambiance of our environment? Those things we desire and want, but sometimes does not agree with us. Those inputs and outputs that we engage in, in our lives? How are we sustaining the balance of all the extra emotional upsets we bring into our environment? Those obsessions, those self-pities, those selfishness, those turmoils, our own guilt and imprisonment, our own moodiness. What are we bringing? Rejection, dishonesty, being pessimistic. Within our personal or lower realms of existence are our bodies, 
and all those things that we've added. Such as, yes, our home, jobs, businesses, all the pearls, the diamonds, the Rolls Royces, the VWs, the whatever, the socializations, all those tangible things, all sums up the environment in which we create it for ourselves on the outside of our being. These are all influencer energies spinning us apart from our spiritual path into different directions within the world. Our function is within Yahweh, giving Him the pleasure of fulfilling what He sees or what to dispense into our life. But let's remember, let's take a five-minute pause to remember. It was He, Yahweh, who gave us divine favor within our choice to do whatever we wanted. What we choose or will for our own life. He gave us that favor. But we must remember that the consequences from those choices or influences can and will lead us to eternal death or hell. But it is his preferred choices that he wills for us. If we are to enjoy, partake in, be protected by doing things, fulfilling his will, the way in which he has for us. What are the things we like to do that we really need to hate doing? Oh. I love butter pecan ice cream. But I know that I need to really not like butter pecan ice cream because that craving, that desire, that, oh, I just want more and more and more. And in order for me to be healthy and control my weight and not have health issues, I must live in the peace and harmony versus living in the air through some of my choices. What are we aligning our thoughts, emotions, feelings, and truth with? Our environment is the world in which we live. 
and all circumstances are initiated from the desires of our soul. Our basic needs are, of course, our breath, water, food, and other basic resources from the earth. But what are we inviting into the ambience of our environment that are not basic, that are from our desires, our own will? Everyone is called by my name and I am created for my glory whom I am created for my glory. I formed him, ye, I made him. Isaiah 43.7 Our external environment of the four, world, four worlds described within the Jewish and Kabbalah faith it describes how our creation process began to exist. This is important for us to understand because we produce and we manifest every day in our lives. Understanding processes help us to better understand our greatness and the greatness we were created from. Those four worlds. At Zeluth, the archetype, the archetypes or the emanations of Yahweh, the eternal, unchangeable, divine world is the first one. The level of potentialities or blueprints. You see, the levels of potentialities and the blueprint of the unchanging divine world can be found in the sperm and the ovum that come together that makes the possibilities of a child. That is the first world. That pure consciousness, that pure potentiality and possibilities that comes from the divine dispense of Yahweh himself. Then there is the Briah, the creation, considered heaven, proper. It is the first separation of the from. What is the from? The unchanging divine world. It is the first separation when that sperm and ovum become the possibility of a child, then it has its first separation and enter into the womb of the mother. 
It becomes the embryo of a human being and is created by way of the sexuality of being united sexually. Then there is the formation. There's yet zero, yet zero formation. That embryo has now taken on the world of formation. So as it was separated from the unchanging divine world and became union by way of its mother and father as an embryo, it's now taking on the formation, the abode of the souls of man, the lower angels, the world of formation. The child is formed in the womb for nine months. It's preparing to come into its environment, external from its unchanging divine world of all possibilities. And it is becoming the blueprint in a form, in the physical form, within the environment from the image and likeness from which it was made. Asya, which is action means the Lord hath made the material universe in which we live, the external world. The child is born into the physical world. So, as we look into the physical world in which we live, what have we birthed into the environment of our life and separated from the wound of heaven? And what have we separated from once we arrived at this atmosphere on earth? While here, we too are to dispense, transform, and build upon and within the environment we call earth our familiarity, our home. To eat from only the tree of life, to receive Yahweh as life within his environment, our environment. I'm going to stop here because I know I have given you a lot to ponder over. But I want to help you expand your consciousness and thinking beyond and greater and deeper and introspective, thought-provoking ways that are different from the norm to give you an insight of the possibilities, the potentialities that can be dispensed from 
the unchanging divine world of Yahweh so that we are able to use what he give us here in the environment that he created to transform and to better build the vision that he has for our lives. This lesson needs to be examined and evaluated again. What is the cause or reason for being regarding your environment? What are you doing with it? What have you invited into your life? What have you separated from within your life? Where are the discomforts and diseases showing up within the environment you have dispensed, transformed, or built for yourself? Here is where you will find your answers of who you are and who you have become. So that is the close of my lesson for today. And this lesson is to help you to understand how to bring balance to the overall all well-being within the environment in which you live. So as we move through the month of July, I will break down, get deeper into and greater understanding about how to eva uh, evaluate our overall well-being once we identify what hindrances we're impacting. relevant to the potentialities of our higher universal self. This is Empress Q at Nirvana Lifestyle Network, living by design, always providing thought-provoking, introspective, and inspirational programming as we learn how to rethink how we are resetting ourselves. I will continue to move in this direction for the month of July and I invite each and every one of you to tell a friend someone that may need to hear this someone that needs to understand the science of their self their health their wellness and their well-being struggling to make changes don't know what direction to go in I hope that today's lesson has been useful for you, impacted you, and given you an opportunity to say, hmm. So again, this is Empress Q. I'm signing off and I have enjoyed expressing this lesson this day. I will see you in a few days, continuing the lesson of the science of ourselves and our well-being. So have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, no matter where you are in the world, and know that I love you and I value you and I most appreciate you. Please join us. Become a friend. Follow us.
Have a wonderful, wonderful stay. Shalom.